Welcome back for season two of the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and I'm here to encourage you with tips and strategies to help you build stronger relationships, deepen your faith, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. Welcome back to the program. I'm so glad you're here. Today, I want to talk to you about a literal storage building that is located in our backyard. It's been back there for about four years. I don't know the exact size of it. Maybe it's a 10 by 6 or something like that. But I know this much. It was completely full. We had been piling things into that storage building, that shed, for the entire four years, and as of recently, you couldn't even get inside. In fact, whenever you would open the door, things would fall out at your feet. I couldn't see anything in the back half. You've probably had an experience similar to this. We just start piling things in, things that we feel like we can't get rid of, and so we pile it back in the shed out back. So Summer and I decided that we would get the kids together and go out and clean out the storage shed. I have to tell you, we made that decision a year ago, and we never did it. But just yesterday, we finally gave it a go. I had a feeling right off the bat that we would learn some things that applied to our present situation. I had this idea that something about this storage shed was a metaphor for our lives. And I know, at least for us, it has been, and I want to try to make a few connections for you as well. In fact, you may already know where this is going. The storage shed represents your life and how it gets so filled with things. Time and energy, appointments, obligations. And we want to keep it refined and thinned out and properly organized, but that's not the way it usually works. We just pile more in and everything gets disorganized and crammed but there's really no time to stop and evaluate it. Well, we made time for that with our shed, and I would argue that what's currently happening in most households, the amount of time on your hands at this moment, at least relative to usually, is an afforded opportunity to evaluate your life and how it had been previously scheduled now that things have temporarily changed. So let me share with you today a few lessons associated with our activity in our backyard and see if you can find some relevance in your life as we have tried to do. The first thing that we learned pretty much immediately is that you cannot evaluate and reorganize a space without taking nearly everything out of it. I couldn't walk into that space where there is basically no room even to stand and differentiate between what is valuable and what isn't. So our first step was to empty it. We took out everything that was in that building. We made piles all over that section of the yard. We put the golf stuff on the right and the baseball stuff next to that. Then there was a pile for just general sports paraphernalia. Next to that was lawn and yard equipment. Next to that, some clothes that we had stored away, and next to that, some school books and equipment, and then kind of a miscellaneous pile. We left a couple of large chests in the shed, but we even opened that and tried to pull out the contents and put them into piles. 
in the middle of all of those piles was a very important one called the trash heap. The objective seemed quite simple. Take everything out of the building, only put into piles that which would go back in, and about half of it should end up in the garbage. But that is not what happened. Once we got everything out and categorized, I noticed that the trash pile was actually quite small. Our initial step was to keep everything, except for a few little pieces that I don't know how they got in there, things that were broken, and then put it all back. But if that is what we had done, it would have looked better, but there would not have been any more space in it. Things would have been categorized well, but not functional, and we would have been in the same place again. So let me pause right there a moment and ask you to think about your current circumstance. Here is what has happened for most of us. To a large degree, our sheds have been emptied. Not so much voluntarily, but more like a storm came through and blew it all out into the lawn. If the storage building represents your life and the contents or all of your obligations, community involvements, social functions, worship, and everything that you fill your calendar with, for a lot of us, it's nearly empty all of a sudden. Yes, there are still some chests in place that haven't been removed. Some of us are still going to work, maybe a little less though. But for the most part, a lot of things aren't there. There isn't even worship in the assemblies left in the building at the moment. Sports teams, social gatherings, all of that stuff, gone. Now, it wasn't our choice to empty it, but here's where we are. The question I have for you at this point is, are you using this opportunity wisely to assess what was in there to begin with? How many people a few months ago were talking about how busy they were and how they wish they didn't have so many things on their plate and how it all just sort of melds together and the weeks roll by and you just wonder where the time goes. Well, here we are. We have the opportunity. All of these things have been dumped out on our lawn. There are a couple of things I know we can do. While you have the time to do so, go ahead and make and identify the piles. For instance, in our life, just the Emerson family, there was a significant portion of time that I was spending at the office that I'm not spending there now, so there's a little pile. We obviously went to worship three times a week and maybe had one or two extra church functions throughout the week, so there's a pile for that. One of my sons was on a baseball team, practices, games, money spent on that kind of stuff. There it is. My other son is into golf, and he plays tournaments, and we would be playing those. You know, there's a pile for that. Maybe for you, there's work that you're not doing now that you were doing, or school, or places that you were going regularly, and you can go ahead and make those piles. Now, I want you to look at those. If I ask you right now to make a trash pile, to throw away some of that stuff, I have to tell you, before the storage shed endeavor of yesterday, I thought that was going to be pretty easy. Here we are, in this perfect opportunity to reevaluate our lives. Let's just cut some stuff out so that when everything gets back to the new normal, and it will, we'll have a lot more space in the shed. But like I said, my trash pile was actually quite small. I found it extremely difficult to eliminate things 
at first glance. And I fear that the same is going to happen to you and a lot of other people. We say things right now like, you know, when everything gets back going, my life gets filled up again. I'm not going to put everything back. I'm going to be more organized and it will be thinned out and there'll be more time for my family, more time for God. But you know, if your trash pile is tiny and you put everything back, it's going to have just as much stuff in it. But when Summer and I started evaluating, we thought, well, we're definitely going to put worship back. The office hours will increase. That's non-negotiable. One son will be back on a baseball team playing the last maybe few games of a possible season. The other son will be playing in tournaments for golf. And by the time we were done talking, we thought, well, what are we planning to cut? I'll have more on this in a minute, but there are some new things we've been doing that we are really happy about. But they won't fit in that old shed. There'll be no space in our lives for them if everything goes back. So here's what we did next and what I want you to consider. We started looking at those piles that had value. Books and school stuff, clothing that we had put aside, etc. And we started just digging in thinking, can we keep the pile of things and just root some of it out? Are there some sports equipment that we don't need? Some golf equipment that we don't need? Can we just trim it down a little bit, but keep it? And we did. And we started to notice that the piles of things we were going to put back in got smaller. I actually posted about 75 golf clubs on Facebook and sold most of them by the end of the day. We had a large and growing trash pile. Some of the things we put in it, it hurt a little bit but we knew that they were only there for some fading and unnecessary sentimental value and they weren't worth taking up the space. And then it all started to look like maybe we were onto something. As the trash pile grew and the other piles shrank, we started to realize that we may be able to create some real space here. So that's something you're going to need to do. There are some non-negotiables. Worship cannot be compromised. That bin and everything that goes in it is going back into the shed exactly where it was. And I'd like to have space for more of it, if I can be honest. So there are some things that don't get trimmed at all. But what about the hours that you were working that were far beyond what was necessary? Can that be trimmed and some of that thrown away? What about the extra sports, the extra tournaments, the extra fall leagues? the extra commitments. Can you keep playing the sports, but not quite so much? What about the things that you were purchasing with your money? Can you keep buying school supplies and clothes, but not so many? Why do we need so much of it? Why did we need to spend that much money eating out? We clearly are able to eat, quote, groceries, as they say, food at home. Can I put those things back, social outings, but not have them be so costly or time-consuming? The answer is absolutely, but it takes more than just a passing glance. You actually have to go back and look at each category and make some decisions. So we did that. Now then, before I tell you about putting everything back in, the refined pile, and by the way, you will be doing that. You will be filling your life back with things. So take this process seriously. But here's something kind of neat that happened. As soon as we emptied out that shed, that space, my two younger kids went into it. 
and they started playing. They set up a little hoop in there and started shooting hoops, bouncing the ball off the walls, enjoying the space. And even as we started putting a few things back, we had them in these canisters and drawers, even the sports equipment and some of the toys, we put them back in places where the kids could go in and access them, actually get some use out of them instead of it being a packed room where you can't even see what's there. And the kids were having fun. We were all having a good time. We enjoyed the day. It was a beautiful day. And I thought to myself, and by the way, this was the moment I knew we would be recording this episode for today. I thought, however everything goes back into that shed, we need to have room for the kids. If they want to go in there and mess around, they should be able to do that. If they want to go in and get their hands on something that they think is neat, they ought to be able to find it. If it's so full that there's no room for my kids, then it's just too full. Does that make sense to you? I know that not everyone listening is in the same situation. Some of you may live alone. Some may be married and the kids aren't there. Maybe the grandkids aren't. And so you may look at this a little bit differently. But if you have any children or grandchildren, nieces or nephews in your life at all, even if you're distanced at the moment, time with them is incredibly important. And that's something, by the way, that my family of six has learned over the last several weeks We have spent a lot more time doing really great things together that we were just too busy or tired to do before. We've been doing this Bible survey study two nights a week. By the way, if you can find a way to reach out to me, I'll send you the PDF for that. I think it's a good study for families. We've taught the little kids how to play spades, and we've all played that pretty much every night. We've put together puzzles We watched The Chosen last night. It's on VidAngel. It's a story of Jesus and the apostles. You know, just really neat things, spiritually-based things, but also just relationship-based. We've played outside together a lot, gone on walks together, ridden our bikes. I'd like to tell you we did a lot of that before. I would say we did some of it, but certainly not like we're doing now. Now, let's get real. There are some things that have to go back into the shed, into life. Obligations, expenditures, time consumers that are simply unavoidable. And again, some of them are entirely welcome. But if everything goes back to, quote, normal, and my time with the family and the way we've been enjoying each other and the word, if that goes back to the way it was a year ago, I think the entire endeavor from our standpoint, will have been a waste. And I entirely believe, by the way, that God has allowed all of this to happen for several reasons, one of which is to test, refine, and awaken God's people to the true things of value. When everything went back into the shed, I made a decision. We should categorize it in a way, thinned out, so that there would be room for us as a family to go in and out and enjoy what's there. Interact with what is there with room to move around together. And we did, by the way, to end the story. The shed project is completed. All of those piles that we had refined are back. They're put in nice little sections. You can walk in more than one person at a time and interact with all of those things and get what you need and see what's there. Nothing is clogged or blocked or congested. 
We threw away all that trash, took it to the front. Garbage people came the next morning. It's gone. Don't have to look at that again. And we all just kind of generally feel like superheroes for having pulled off the impossible. But for the last few minutes here, let's leave that old shed behind. Your life is what we are really talking about. The space in your life to live and move and have your being and have it well. And to not feel over-obligated, disorganized, and congested. We did an episode last year called Stress-Free Chess. And keeping space between obligations for you and your family to move about freely, maybe even get a nap in, is enormous. Within the next couple of months, we will be putting things back in, and eventually the new normal will persist. When all of that is done, what's it going to look like? How will it be different than the way that it was? Are there things that you have learned in the last six weeks that you thought were non-negotiably crucial, and now you're thinking, maybe not so much. Well, it's time to decide to discard at least some of that. Are there people or things that you have included and experienced in the last six weeks that you'd been missing for a long time that has really been of great benefit to you, and you don't want to let that go? Don't let the last two months be some hiatus from reality and now we're stuck back in it again. Build a new reality. And to accomplish that, it takes simple steps. Number one, pull everything out and assess it, which by the way, you've been given a head start to by the fact that many things in your life have been paused. Get rid of the obvious that doesn't belong and then go back and trim things that you thought you needed, but you don't. And then put it back piece by piece. Put it back intentionally and by virtue of priority. We put the things we love to do most right there in the front of the shed and the things that were a bit more passive or unnecessary near the back, old school books, clothes for the winter, etc. Put things back carefully, intentionally, and wisely. And in the end, there will be space to move, and it feels good. And maybe if you've got children like mine, and you've got room for them to be with you, to play, to experience joy, it will be worth any and all cuts you had to make. Look, there are a lot of lemons out there right now. Everything is not rosy and fun, nor has it been easy. But let's make lemonade out of this. Let's use the time well and look back on this process as an important refinement in the years to come, all because you were willing to reorganize the storage shed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the program, please remember to share with your family and your friends. Also, you can go to excelstillmore.life to sign up for emails, order the three-month journals, or just catch up on old episodes. So until next time, let me leave you with this. Whatever you choose to do today in the name of the Lord Jesus, excel still more.